Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, one of our friends of the show, Mark Ziegler, San Diego Union Tribune, joins us. Mark, how are you? What's up, guys? Happy New Year Have to you. Have you watched the uh, Tag League on television yet, Mark? Uh, unfortunately, no, but I did see... Spike ball league going yeah, on. Yeah, yep. That's that's spike ball. Yeah, it's like a it's like a ball. Four people like what is a tram- that volleyball with spikes? No, in it? no. It's <laughs> it's like a trampoline that they like slam the ball off of, and it like you got to play it. Yep. out. It's kind of fun actually. I don't know the rules of it, but it looks looks kind of fun. Okay. Are you good at that too, T? Or would you have been good at that? No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't have been good. I might have been all right at it actually. Maybe to take a swing at a baseball or at a ball. I think I'd be all right. Nothing like tag, though. No, tag would have been my sport. Mark, let me ask you about this Aztec club. Uh, you know they've, they're playing. They're playing. They're getting wins. They're racking up wins. Two and zero in league to start. Where do you see? Where do you think this team is at currently as we as we sit here getting ready for the weekend? I think they're trending up. I think you know you could have made an argument that they were sort of uh, trending down a little bit uh, in December. They had some. You know, some games they won, but obviously like the Irvine game, the Troy game, they didn't play great. The the UCSD game, they didn't play great offensively. Um, but I think now they've got to kind of, you know, had some time to rest, some time to, you know, as, as Coach Dutcher says, to evaluate themselves instead of always worrying about an opponent. And they've switched some things up. They've got the ball in Matt Bradley's hands a little bit more and Darian Trammell's hands a little bit more. The defense is rolling. And, and so I think they're, they're, they're sort of uh, on the way up, but in this league, at any moment, as we know, things could go sour. So take that with a grain of salt, I guess. It's been a strange uh, season, certainly, and now 11-3. and three. I mean, this is nothing to complain about, but you're right. When you talk about this conference, uh, Fresno State knocked off New Mexico the other night. We've seen Wyoming get off to a slow start, but the Aztecs are going in there on Saturday. And as always, a challenge playing at altitude. Um First of all, did the New Mexico loss hurt the Aztecs at all? Does it hurt the league that it, you know, your undefeated representative went down like that? Well, I guess it, it, in the sense that if you wanted to have, you know, two or three NCAA tournament teams, then you want to have a couple teams kind of separate themselves, and they had kind of separated themselves. But it didn't surprise me at all in the sense that I, the way I've looked at this league all along is I felt like San Diego State a little bit above the pack, slightly. Air Force a little bit below the pack slightly, and those nine teams in between are all the same. They're all good, but not great. Good enough to beat you on their court, but not great enough to to go you know you know fifteen and three in this league. 
And so I think you're going to see a real competitive league in that regard. And the question for the Essex is, uh, can they sort of stay above the fray or not? And this will be a really good test on Saturday. Mark, Mark Ziegler joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline. And, Mark, you mentioned Matt Bradley, the, the Aztecs putting the ball in his hands a little bit more. Is it just as simple as that as, as we starting to see him pick it up? Obviously, the, the Mountain West Conference Player of the Week. Um, is it just as simple as just putting the ball in his hands a little bit more? Well, Coach Judge, you kind of hinted at that after the, uh, the UCSD game. They had a, just a dreadful offensive performance. I think statistically maybe their worst of the season and and he said look we're up 26 in that game it's it's equal opportunity everyone's going to see it everyone's going to be able to do whatever they want he goes but if it's a closer game i'm going to decide who's getting the ball and and there are going to be some changes and he made some changes and you know and it, but i also think it was you know on matt's side he had to decide he wanted to take those shots and he admitted you know in the air force game he took some shots he hadn't taken all season and and that that bred confidence, and I think you know it was a little bit of a two way street. He had to agree to you know look, I gotta I gotta take over here, and but the coaches had to sort of convince him of that too, and and then get him the ball. And so I think he's in a really good place right now. Uh, and I think Darren Trammell, you know, he had that that hamstring injury that he played through. A lot of guys might not have played through that, but it really slowed him down. It really hurt him defensively against um, St. Mary's. Offensively, there were a few games there he didn't shoot it very well. Um, but he's way more aggressive now. He's healed, uh, and he's starting to show what he can do. So I think they've got two guys going. I still think you need a third, and I don't know who that third is right now because no one else has really stepped up. But that's sort of the next step in, in their offensive progression. I look at the new uh, UNLV game, and I didn't get a chance to watch it because we had a, a women's game at uh, pretty much the same time in Utah. But I, I see the box score, and I see 20 turnovers. I get a little concerned by that, Mark. Uh, the Aztecs turning it over that often, still winning by nine, mostly because they out-rebounded them and out-shot them. I also look at Jaden Ledee continuing to kind of put up a very, well, a goose egg in the, in the points department. Uh, you talked about a third guy. He seemed like he was going to be maybe that guy off the bench early in the season. Where is what has happened with him, and is is he fighting confidence right now? Yeah, a little bit. But confidence in games only. I watch him practice every day, and I'm telling you, if you saw him in practice, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this guy is so good. He does some things that are just really special, next level type things, and and he poses himself, and he gets in the game, and I just think, you know, I, I think their hope is. The guy didn't play in, in 20 months, and he's still trying to find his way. And he's, you know, he's not getting starters minutes. Uh, he's not starting, at least. And he's getting minutes, but, you know, they're kind of sporadic sometimes. They're situational sometimes. And so I think, you know, that they're just sort of a waiting game to see that what they see in practice every day, clicking games. Maybe it never does. Maybe this is the, the issue with him. Or maybe it does. That We've seen it early in the season. It did, certainly. Uh, and he can. I think you're right. He could. He's the most logical person to become that next guy because they need to get some kind of interior uh, scoring presence, and they don't have that right now, and they're getting by without it. But if they can get that, um, you know, I, thought, I listened back to the game or watched back the game um, against UNLV, and Steve Lapis said something really good. You know, they were on pace early in the first half. They had 44 in the first half, and, and they were, you know, on pace to score in the 80s. And he said, look, if San Diego State is scoring in the 80s, you have no chance because he goes, not in a million years is this team giving up 80 points. And so that's kind of the whole mindset. If they can get just into the 70s in most games, mid-70s, they're going to win yeah. because teams are going to struggle to get much past 65. 
Darian Trammell is is the other guy offensively who has has started to get really really he's been as probably as consistent as as anybody all season long. You mentioned both him, both him and Bradley getting the ball a little bit more. Is this what they expected from Trammell when when they knew he was going to be a part of the program? A hundred percent. And you know he statistically last year at Seattle, I mean playing in the whack and and kind of out of the public eye, but. He was one of the best players in the country scoring off ball screens and one of the most effective players nationally, even at 5'10". And that's one thing that they've struggled to kind of implement and get him going is putting him in ball screens. And so they did that against UNLV. They, yeah. they had a little tweak their ball screen offense. They got him the ball. They rubbed him off Mensa. They lifted Bradley. So now the defense, he's got one eye on him and then one eye on Bradley. Oh, he's lifting. Where is he going? we got to worry about him. And all of a sudden that just unlocked things that, that they hadn't seen before. Uh, and that's something that was re- to me was really the most promising thing because he's really, really good coming yeah. up ball screens. You need a basket late, that's the, that's the go-to guy. Aztecs men's basketball at Wyoming on Saturday. Didn't play this week, and uh, next week they'll get the two home games, including New Mexico coming here. Mark Ziegler is with us. I know Tony wants to ask about this crazy soccer situation, but my last thing on the Aztecs, the 1-3-1 defense that they put up against Air Force – and as I told you, I didn't get a chance to see Saturday. Did they play it again against UNLV? And if so, are we going to see more of it? Because that just seems so out of character for San Diego State, which has built you know itself on this incredible man-to-man defense. Yeah, you know, what's interesting is they played it against Air Force, and I don't even think they needed it against Air Force, but Air Force kind of uh, got a little run going, and they felt like, well, we need to break the rhythm. But they were, U- they were mainly doing it for UNLV because they knew they, that UNLV struggles against the 1-3-1, and they wanted to get live game film on it to, to teach off of. So they, they committed to playing it against Air Force. Then they get to the UNLV game, and their man-to-man defense was so good. And the scout – uh, by J.D. Luster, um, he had the scout that was just so dead on and, and the defense was dead on that that they didn't need it and they didn't play it. Mm-hmm. Now, will we see it again against New Mexico, I mean, uh, Wyoming? Yeah, maybe we will. I don't know. I mean, they have it. They practice it. But I, I think it's going to be a almost a possession-by-possession possession decision. And they feel like they need to just sort of change the rhythm of the game because it's a high-energy 1-3-1. It's not – yeah, your typical zone where you just sit back there, put your hands up. It's really high energy, higher energy than their man-to-man hit. Uh, and do you play it at altitude? I don't know. And but I think we will see it more often, just in very, very um, situational um, type type uh, plays or, or moments in the game. All right. Mark, I've been dying to ask you about this because <laughs> it, this is the best. so bizarre to me. Greg Berhalter. Um and it's it, Gio Reyna's parents, uh, Danielle and uh, what's the father's name again? Claudio. Claudio. Yeah. Um, they are engulfed along with U.S. Soccer Federation, um, in a TMZ-like story that um, I it's hard to imagine this getting to a national place, but that's that's where we are. Just what are your thoughts on this? And have you ever seen anything like this? I have seen stuff like this because it's happened in U.S. soccer before. Not this exact episode, but they've had crazy stuff happen. It's it's a real kind of mom and pop organization, and you got all the family and brothers working in there, and everyone knows everybody else. And it's just too, uh, you know, in this day and age when you got to be more professional and you've got to have leaders who aren't compromised in any way, shape, or form. They don't have that. Everyone knows somebody or has got a friend is doing someone a favor and. And and this is the type of thing that happens. And, and you know, people assume that 
the, you know, they, they had the fact that, that Claudio's, uh, wife and Gio's mom could call the director, the, right. the national team director and tell him all this stuff about Burhalter's wife. The fact that she could get him on the phone because they're friends, right? They go back for years. Ernie Stewart, who is the, the head of the national team programs was a teammate of Burhalter and, and Reina's on in the world cup. And so a couple world cups, I think. And so he, um, you know, he knows everybody and everyone knows everybody. And that, that's to me the biggest problem. And the other problem is, and I mentioned this in my column today, is this culture, this youth soccer culture that we have where it's pay to play. So you write a check and your kid goes out and plays and then your kid doesn't play or doesn't get the playing time or doesn't play in the position you think that he or she should play in. And you go, well, I just wrote a check that gives me power to go call the coach. And this is just that same mentality but on a national World Cup level, and the rest of the world just laughing at us. Uh, you know, what's funny is I expect that now. I mean, it's sad to say, but I expect that at like the yeah. youth, the youth levels. But I thought once we got into college, like we weren't dealing with this anymore. But this is this is this is crazy to me. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that's kind of the you know the, the, the thought process is that once your kid goes off to college, don't be calling the college coach. <laughs> right. But I think it happens now because the, the, the you know. The, the parents thinking, well, you know, I called the under 18 coach and my kid's just 19 now. Why not? You know, and it's just the mentality we have in the United States. And again, you can blame the Burhalters, you can blame the Reinas, you know, but I think it's a larger issue that we're issue. seeing here. This is not a one-off incident. This is just something that, that speaks to our culture in this country. And that's something that, you know, we probably should address and we probably sadly will not. Yeah, no, it, 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 once it trickles up to the national level, it, it might be kind of difficult to, to really reset this without a whole bunch of new pieces. Mark, as always, appreciate you coming on, having a conversation with us and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Mark. All right. I got to go because I got to go call my uh, daughter's club coach right now. I <laughs> Get her a little more playing time. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Get her some more playing Talk time. To you. <laughs> that was Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union Tribune on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fat Hotline. Save money the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad, visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.